0: Well, good morning. It um, is indeed Mother's Day uh, today. And I have to share with you something um, that uh, happened with me this past week in um, preparing the message uh, that I wanted to share with you this morning. Um, God kept putting in front of me over and over and over again, um, almost everywhere I looked, uh, whatever resource that I was checking, uh, wherever I read in the text, he kept putting on my heart uh, this morning um, those, um, those men and, um, and women for whom um, Mother's Day is a very, very painful day. lots of pain um, that a lot of folks feel surrounding uh, the topic of uh, mom and motherhood for for so many different reasons. And it really shouldn't come uh, as a surprise to those of us who know God's Word uh, already in Genesis 3. Um, The thing that God warned Eve would be a great difficulty and a great source of heartache uh, in a word was this um, idea of motherhood and, and being a mom in a less than perfect and fallen world. Um, and so I want you to know that if this is a painful day for you. Uh, for one, I applaud you um, for having the courage um, for coming today. Uh, studies show that many will even skip Uh, Mother's Day uh, because of these painful circumstances. Many churches I read um, uh, have started uh, uh, to not speak of Mother's Day, even on Sunday morning service, um, because of the pain. And, um, And I wrestled with that. I thought, well, maybe I can see why that might be the wiser course. You don't want people... Uh, pained away from coming and experiencing God in community together, and so um, well out of that uh, was born this morning's message um, uh, for Mother's Day and Father's Day. I thought what I'd do is um, pull back the lens a bit uh, from motherhood, not take it off of motherhood, but uh, but pull it back a bit. And for Mother's and Father's Day, respectively, this year, talk uh, about woman and man, male and uh, female, with uh, a slight nod to Mother's Day. And, you know, um, um, I always appreciate your feedback. I would especially appreciate your feedback from Mother's and Father's Day services and messages this year. So if we need to, uh, we can better plan in the future in terms of this people of God. And um, i just remind you, as always, for... um, for feedback purposes, uh, my personal email is dbaity, <laughs> no, tlanting at westbowls.com, and I, I, I truly would appreciate uh, your feedback. So um, this morning um, uh, for Mother's Day, um, let's begin with that bigger group um, to which all mothers belong, and, and that's the group called women. Uh, Or female. Uh, We first read uh, of this fascinating, amazing creation called female uh, in the book of Genesis. Um, You may recall there that um, when God created the world, uh, he created Adam. And uh, he created Adam first because first is best. Just kidding. See, there are many reasons not to preach on Mother's Day about. Mother. Now, before I move on from that joke, um, um, always remember that it's uh, no less than Jesus who, in the Gospels, reminds us that the last shall be first, and the first shall be last. Something we should always keep in mind when choosing which is best, don't you think? Well, anyway, God made Adam, and it didn't seem to take very long when uh, God noticed something. And he noticed that Adam was alone. And for the first time, as God is writing about, as Moses is telling us the story of God creating everything, for the first time... As God was creating the world, he said, this is not good. It's not good that Adam is alone. And so he decided to make Adam a suitable helper. And so God made Eve. And of note this morning, um, I want to draw our attention to that God's first impulse, at least, in creating woman... Was uh, to create a being that uh, was to fill someone's loneliness, to make people less lonely. God's first impulse, at least, and boy, uh, the creation is not good yet. It needs something. Do you know what creation needs? You know what this man needs? I need to create a being that is helper. And so, ladies, uh, in your DNA as women, in uh, your image of God even, as we'll see in a minute, you are created and designed to help. You are helpers. Now, let me pause right here for a minute, because I know there are some, uh, me included, who hear that word helper And immediately, because of what our culture does with that word, uh, first is best culture, uh, but immediately that word in English, that helper, it seems to, well, that's a a, a lesser role somehow. And I want to assure you, there is no hint of lesser or subservient role in the biblical role of helper. The Hebrew root word uh, there for helper is azar say azar. Azar means to help. And while I could give you passage after passage and show you a word study of azar and all where it's used in the Bibles, I've just picked one this morning and you can see in its context this word azar. At least the word carries no hierarchy at all implied by azar. Let me share with you one passage where that Hebrew word azar, to help, is found. Take Psalm 121, for example. Listen to the first two verses. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And Oh, my goodness. Same root word, uh, azar. God is helper, ladies and gentlemen. And it's out of that characteristic of being helper that God creates you, ladies, in part. His image, part of a, a strong, even first impulse of his image that he wanted to put into something created was his image, his characteristic of being helper. And I don't know, I don't think I'd get an argument today that, that God is, is either lesser or subservient to anyone, is he? I thought I might get an amen, at least from the ladies in the room. Okay, that's good. And so just like God, ladies, same Hebrew word, azar, women are also helper. And how Beautifully wonderful that God designed someone to help because we need all the help we can get. Listen uh, listen as the psalmist um, uh, fleshes out a bit um, uh, what this word azar uh, stands for. And I realize the psalmist is talking about God and not women, but the connecting word at least is azar. Uh, listen to the kind of, uh, uh, of, of help that God brings. Uh, He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore in I don't know about you, but um, that sounds a lot like the women in my life that I know, women who are relentless helpers, beginning with my own mother, continuing for the next significant woman in my life, Jill. Nobody helps like you, sweetie, nobody does. And your friends that are women. uh, cycle through them. Can you see that, uh, that image of God in them where uh, they're helper, even as God is helper, just like God, ladies. What a high and marvelous calling. That strength of yours, that intended strength, that you are, are our helper. And um, given that strength, ladies. Sure, I want to commend you and thank you for being helper today. But I also want to use the occasion um, to warn you and uh, maybe to uh, equip you by by giving you a heads up uh, about something. And the heads up is to point out to you if you've not considered this before, and remind you if you have, ladies, that the devil knows that helper is an intended strength of yours. And like all of our strengths that rest in the image of God in us, ladies, he hates that about you, that you are made to help in the very image of God. And what the devil will so often do, have you noticed uh, with this strength or others, what the devil so often will do is he tries to take a strength of ours and he tries to use that strength even against us. Take the strength of helper. How might the devil use the strength of helper uh, against you, ladies? Well, how about... Tempting you to help and 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 to help, and to help uh, until you're all helped out. How about tempting you? How about abusing that strength in you? Like. Causing to come into your life, even uh, way more help than you could possibly give, and and tempting you then to run you ragged with your helping and helping until you're absolutely exhausted, absolutely stressed out, completely overwhelmed uh, w- with helping. Do you know any ladies like that? I do, and, and I've no doubt some are here today. You see, the devil's clever. Rather than tempt you to go against a natural intended strength, rather than tempt you to to change that momentum uh, of how you were created, why not instead uh, push you in that same uh, intended direction of your strength to help, only push it to an extreme that God never intended? (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. And to try to ruin the image of God helper in you. That way is sneakier, it's subtler, it's more deceptive, and it seems to me stand a reason that, um, that uh, he might have a greater chance of success of, of ruining you um, or hurting us when He pushes us to an extreme with our strengths that God never intended. West Bull's uh, very own um, Lucille Zimmerman. Uh, she recently published her first book. I know many of you know because you're busy reading it, and I got a chance uh, to sit down with Lucille last week and, and to read her marvelous book. It's called "Renewed: Finding Your Anyha- Inner Happy, uh, Finding Your Inner Happy in an Overwhelmed World." And in her book, uh, Lucille notes research showing that the effects of stress are more extreme for women than for men. And no, uh, not because they're weaker or lesser in any way. In fact... It's tied to uh, chemistry and biology. Did you know Uh, a woman's brain, which is different than a man's brain, uh, objectively different uh, when they're studied side by side, uh, a woman's brain tells her body to release more um, uh, uh, reactive chemicals and hormones uh, than a man's uh, when under stress. And so uh, her response to stress ends up lasting longer. And and those chemicals are there, and the length of time that uh, uh, she needs to recover and and to be renewed uh, to help fight that off uh, even shows up uh, physically uh, much more readily in a woman uh, than in a man. Did you know um, one reputable study suggests that as many as 95% of all office visits to doctors are for stress-related ailments? Stop and think about that. 95%. That statistic alone is stressful, isn't it? And while Lucille um, uh, doesn't focus as much as I am this morning on uh, on how the devil might use against you uh, your God given tendency to be helper, ladies. It seems to me that that's one reason, at least, that that many women um, find themselves uh, overwhelmed and in need of renewal. Because the devil is pushing you, ladies, to places God never intended you to be and using insidiously and diabolically your strength as helper against you to run you into the ground. See, um, the devil knows these statistics too, ladies. He knows about you. He knows how and why you were made. You know, it occurred to me this week, uh, perhaps that's why Uh, He directed uh, his direct comments, at least, uh, uh, to Eve. He could have picked Adam. Adam and Eve are together in Genesis 3. But maybe that's why he directed his comments specifically to Eve. Uh, Not because uh, she's weaker, but because a strength of hers is her inclination to be helpful and and even accommodating. And he thought, I'm going to use that amazing uh, uh, gift of God against her. She won't even see it coming she wants to help. And since he wants to hurt you, ladies, and he wants to attempt to ruin God's stunning creation of female, why not exploit your strength of helper until it absolutely stresses you out and overwhelms you? If you resonate at all uh, with what I'm saying, I truly heartily, wholeheartedly recommend Lucille's book. I've asked her, and she graciously said yes, uh, to be in the lobby after the service with her book for sale. She's only charging $12. That's, uh, that's her cost to get her own book. And Lucille, maybe when you write the second book, it'll be $6, right? That's <laughs> right. Lucille's right there. Wave, Lucille. You'll find her um, uh, in the lobby after the service, um, and, and, and P.S., guys, okay, ladies, tune out for a minute. Ladies all, say watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. Okay, Guys, if you need a last-minute Mother's Day gift, there's one out in the lobby. <laughs> Boy, and I tell you, and I wish uh, I'm tempted, Lucille, someday uh, to ask you to come and do a series even on your remarkable book, but... Uh, Uh, Lucille takes you through, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This works uh, for guys, too. But, uh, boy, I found myself incredibly blessed, Lucille, in part by your book because it helped me understand uh, a female more, that ever-elusive target for men to understand. Uh, So I recommend it to you men, too. But uh, just some of the the chapter titles on how you can use something called self-care, not in a selfish way, but a self-in-Christ sort of way to see yourselves as God sees you uh, with humble boldness. And she takes you, ladies, and gives you so many ideas on how you can, with God's help, be renewed. Um, Renewed through figuring out how you are or who you are. Renewed through healthy boundaries. That was one of my favorite uh, chapters. Really struck me that women in our culture, especially today, in some ways especially inside the church, where this abusive helper can run even more rampant, of how, ladies, you need to learn um, how to establish healthy boundaries. Renewed through solitude, through sharing your secrets, through appreciating beauty, through play, exercise, forgiveness, through counseling and connection, generosity and gratitude. Wonderful advice, ladies. Um, Pick up a book uh, today if you can. Ladies, you were created to be helper. What a high and marvelous calling. A call to be something that the Bible also tells us about God, our helper. And men, uh, my fellow men, part of our duty, part of what we need to help them watch out for, and something Adam failed to do in Genesis 3 is we need to watch out for our sisters. We need to help them recognize when their tendency to help is being diabolically manipulated to put them in an exhausted, overwhelmed place that God never intended to be. And we need to speak up, even as Adam didn't and make sure they find the time they need to renew. You know, if you give uh, uh, any woman in your life, whether it's a wife or a friend, uh, this book, uh, I think a great way to present the book to them, you know, isn't, boy, you're really looking run down, you need this. (laughs) But maybe something like, you know, um, I can't even believe that you're doing what you do. There's no way I could be a woman. Well, you might want to think that one through first. (laughs) And you know what? Um, um, In my maleness, uh, I don't uh, naturally understand how best to help you. There's some great ideas in this book. Um, Boy, if you really want to get brave, guys, um, you want to do something that will thrill her, suggest that you read it together, but at least... uh, Ask her to read it, and if there's a chapter or two or something in there in particular that she resonates with, and it, it lights her up after reading it and says, you know what, I could really find renewal there. When you, uh, would you come to me then as a brother, a brother in Christ, and let's talk about how I can help make sure that you have the time, um, the resources, uh, even if it's only to pray for you, where you can be um, renewed and be so equipped that um, um, you're not tempted and you see that devil coming when he tries to run you down. I'd like, um, I'd like to close this morning by um, reading something um, that a friend found online and uh, forwarded to me. It, um, it's an open letter to pastors about uh, preaching on Mother's Day. <laughs> and um, the author uh, simply identifies herself as Amy. I couldn't find uh, her last name. I don't believe she's published it. Uh, so uh, it's Amy. And Amy uh, attempted to put together an amazing list that tries to reach out um, Oh, uh, to a much broader base uh, of mothers or types of mothers and mothering issues and, and even women um, that might be here today. And it just resonated with me. And One of my favorite parts of her list is, um, as you'll see in a minute, the, um, um, after each uh, piece listed, uh, she suggests um, uh, what the response needs to be from Christian community. And I really resonated with those because that's how I'd like to be. And that's, how, uh, that's my heart and passion for West Bowles as a community, too, to be able to respond um, to these needs of our dear sisters uh, in, in Christ. Um, I added some. I played with some. So they're not all uh, Amy's fault. <laughs> uh, some of them are mine. But uh, see what you think. To those who gave birth this year to their first child, we celebrate with you. To those who lost a child this year, we mourn with you. To those who are in the trenches with little ones every day and wear the badge of food stains, we appreciate you. To those who experienced loss through miscarriage, failed adoptions, running away, we mourn with you. To those who walk the hard path of infertility, fraught with pokes, prods, tears, and disappointment, we walk with you. Forgive us when we say foolish things. We don't mean to make it harder than it is. To those who are foster moms, mentor moms, spiritual moms, we need you. To those who have warm and close relationships with your children, we celebrate you. To those who have disappointment and heartache and distance from your children, we sit with you. To those who lost their mothers this year, we grieve with you. To those who experienced abuse at the hands of your own mother, we acknowledge your experience. To those who lived through driving tests, medical tests, and the overall testing of motherhood, we are so much the better for having you in our midst to those who have had abortions we empathize with you even as we wonder with you about the life that might have been please forgive us when we forget to love you with the love and grace of Christ and instead take the easier road of shaming and judging you I'm so sorry to those who are single and long to be married and mothering your own children, we mourn that life has not turned out the way you long for it to be. To those who step-parent and to those single moms, we walk with you. We walk with you on those complex paths. To those uh, who envisioned Uh, lavishing love on grandchildren, yet that dream is not to be, we grieve with you. To those who will have emptier nests in the upcoming year, we grieve and rejoice with you. (laughs) To those who placed children up for adoption, we, we commend you for your selflessness and remember how you hold that child even so in your heart. To those who are pregnant with new life, both expected and surprising, we anticipate with you. And to those women who daily live out their image of God in lending a helping hand and heart, why we cherish you and are thankful to you and we give you our promise to help protect you against being overwhelmed and to help find you time to renew. This Mother's Day, we walk with you, ladies, mothering in this world. Simply being a woman in this world isn't simple at all. It's not for the faint of heart, and we have real warriors in our midst. And so we remember you, ladies, and we salute you. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, um, first and foremost on my heart this day is for you to come alongside those to whom Mother's Day is painful and difficult for whatever reason and show them your compassion, show them your strength, show them your encouraging uh, Show them your comfort. Show them your power in their lives. Show them that you love them and you're with them. And together with them, the both of you can do something about it. Father, we're so grateful. We bless your name for the marvelous creation of woman, of female. Thank you for her. And thank you, Father, for the image of your own helpfulness that you put in her, making her even like you in that way. Guard that strength of her against the devil's attempts to mar it and push it to evil extremes. Give the women, give the ladies, Father, protection. Keep them, Father, full and renewed so together with you they can continue to help because, oh, Father, we need your help through them desperately. Father, we love you. And we ask this in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen.